I love it when evil loses, when wrong loses, when dishonor loses, when the hardheads just can't fucking stand it. The fit-throwing babies refuse to admit they fucked up. They keep doubling down on falsehoods and bullshit. Well, I don't live by way of cynicism, and I know that Cheeto doesn't either. The Cheeto, who am I talking about? Donnie! The one who's been playing your ass. You see, the mob takes the fifth. If you're innocent, why are you taking the Fifth Amendment? Naranja. Orange, 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 orange. I am the lion ass squawking, constitution mocking, king of the green, just a golf course walking, liar pants on fire, two faced from a fuse, bright tan and hair dye, here's the colors I choose, red and yellow, mix them up like pancake batter. Your lying ass could have get any fatter. Looky there, I'm an orange guy. Naranja. Call me Cheeto, I'm super fly. Orange. 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 Alright, that's enough of that. Welcome to the Stan the Joke Man show. I am Stan the Joke Man. If you'd like to hear the... Naranja. Thank you, sweetheart. If you... I had to throw that in there, you know, for our folks who speak Espanol only. I have the whole song posted yesterday, so if you could just go back in the catalog and take a look here, you'll see it. Orange! Or- I know, it's fucking dumb. But it was so damn dumb, I thought it was funny. What was I babbling about? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm so fucking happy when evil loses. Anyway, did you hear what happened to Russia's number one evil, diabolical, goddamn top propagandist, the one who's over there saying that all Ukrainians need to die and be slaughtered and they just, Russians need to take whatever the fuck they want. Did you hear what happened to him? His name was Maxim Foman or Maxima Pad Maxi. We'll just call him Maxi Pad. Maxi Pad got blown up. Yeah, we have audio. Shut the fuck up. Let's get to the blown up part. Where is... Okay, here's the part where he's going to get a... He gets a statue. They present him with the statue, like some kind of an award, but dipshit doesn't realize that that statuette is actually a fucking bomb. Let's listen to how happy he is to get his award. Didn't go too good. completely off. Not a good time to lose one's head. Indeed. That's not the way to get ahead in life. No, it's a shame he wasn't more headstrong. He'll never be the head of a major corporation. Okay, that'll do. Okay. It's actual audio, folks. Stan the Joke Man Show's glad to bring it to you. I'm happy to announce he was the only one to die. And even more good news, that means the uh, propaganda ministry is in need of a new director. You can always um, try to bird dog Sean Hannity. He may be looking for a gig, and he's awfully good at that propaganda shit. I have a feeling he's going to be in need of a job here real soon. So, 
Welcome to the Stand the Joke Man show, my friend. Stand the Joke Man with you here on a fun day Monday. Not a real fun day for me, our, our French bulldog, Fatty. I've used him on as my moniker a time or two. He's a great boy, and he was an abandoned French bulldog. We pulled in off the street, and well, he's having problems breathing. Not lungs, his nostrils, so he's going in. He's got some infected teeth that's going to have to come out. And, you know, you worry about these dogs like your own kids. And so I'm kind of down in the dumps today, so I hope you'll forgive my mood. But, you know, I it's not going to keep me from starting this brand new bit. I've got a brand new feature for the show. You see, when I was a kid, I was about 12, 13 years old, and I lived in a mobile home in Oshalata, Oklahoma. This is my earliest memory of not Oshalata, but uh, this incident right here. Jan Dean. Jan Dean, she was a, a disc jockey on K107, Tulsa, Oklahoma, many, many moons ago. And like I say, I was about 12 or 13, and I used to listen to her show every night. A little Toshiba transistor radio on my windowsill. And I used to listen every night to her show, and she did a thing called bed check. What it was is she would open up her phone lines and invite everybody to call in. Hey, where are you calling in? People would call in from grocery stores. Hey, we're the overnight crew stocking here and blah, blah, blah. We just wanted to say hi. And then, hey, it's just Stan. I'm down here in Oshalita and, you know, uh, getting ready to watch a movie and go to bed. And, you know, I mean, that's all it was. And it was called bed check. Everybody getting ready to turn in for the night. I think it started like around 9 or 10 o'clock. Then you go to school the next day, and all your friends would be going, hey, I heard you on bed check last night. Hey, you got into bed check. I heard you. You know, it was a number one damn show. So you know what? Jan Dean, who I eventually come to know and love and respect, and uh, I even worked with her for a little while. Uh, I'm going to steal that bit from the late Jan Dean. She was a beautiful person, a beautiful soul, and... Well, we're going to make the feature a little bigger than you had it, Jan. I'm going to do something now called Earth, Earth, check. Earth, check. Earth, check. Earth check. That's right, Earth Check. So look at the status of the fucking planet and the idiots who inhabit it. I'll see our boy Donnie T. He's flying into New York today. He's going to turn himself in for his mugshot and fingerprinting tomorrow in the fucking story. It's not a big deal, really, is it? It's not even that big of a law he broke. The only problem is he committed felonies when he tried to cover up his own little minor infractions. I love it when spoiled people get caught, and then they really pile on the fuck-ups trying to cover the small mistake. You know, Donnie, if you were a man, none of this shit would happen. But you're not a man. You're an unmanned pussy with a power tie. Looks like Burger Chain McDonald's Corporation is going to be laying off some people today. That's right. They're having a big meeting, and they're going to be not—they're not going to be laying off people in restaurants. It looks like they're going to be um, 86 and some of the corporate level staff. Fucking a. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you could take that money and reinvest in the fucking food. Finland is joining the NATO alliance officially tomorrow. The flag goes up. Can you hear me? Came a voice from the sky on that magical night. And in the colors of a thousand sunsets, they traveled to the world on a silvery light. The people of the earth stood waiting, watching as the ships came one by one. Setting fire to the sky 
sky is a-landin' Carrying to the world children of the sun Children of the sun That's a brand new feature. We're going to work on that Earth Check. Eventually, I'd like to get it where I could get letters from my listeners all over the world. Russia, I see you've been uploading again pretty heavy, and I really appreciate you all listening to me. I know you're probably looking to see what's going on in the outside world. Well, let me tell you, we're all laughing our asses off because you're getting annihilated. Now, I'm not laughing about your death and demise, but I want to tell you something right now. Vladimir Puntang has got to fucking go. He has destroyed Russia, folks. I know there's already been attempts on on his life. There's already been... Protests everywhere, and a lot of people jailed and killed and everything. I'm just asking, are you looking for ideas on how to kill that fucker? Look, I know you can't just walk around with guns over there like you can here in America, so the guns are out, and I get that. Anyway, you're probably looking for good ways to kill Vladimir Poontang. Well, I've got an idea. You know, Vladimir Poontang's car does drive over bridges. Sure. Who says you couldn't wire up one of them bridges and just as he's going over it, blow that motherfucker sky high? If you're looking for ideas, because you keep tuning in, I take it you're looking for ideas. Is that right? Blow that damn bridge sky high as he's crossing it on the way home. You bet your sweet ass, it's that easy. Make sure when you see for that bridge, you put enough under there that there is no more bridge, there's no more fucking river. It's just all been turned into a level, you know, pane of glass. There won't be any Vladimir Poontang if you do it right. Was that what you're all waiting for? Suggestions? Or Vladimir, if this is you and you are the one tuning in, it's over, man. You overplayed your hand, asshole. You're a dead man. I've never killed a human being in my life, Vladdy Poontang. But to save the torment, torture, and horror, you've brought so many innocent children over there. If I had a chance, I'd waste your ass. Even if it meant my own life, it'd be just fine. I did the right thing. I stopped you. If you ain't a drinking man, you need to start drinking, Vladdy Poontang, because you need to get right with your maker, boy. You're, you're, you're that close to fucking death. I can't believe nobody close to you in your inner circle hadn't killed you yet. You're lucky I wasn't in your inner circle. You would have been dead last February. You've been living high on the hog, all protected and safe, and you've decided the lives on a lot of innocent people, women and children. You're going to pay for it, boy. Now, I don't know what your relationship is with God, but I'll tell you this much. You're on borrowed time on this planet because you're a dead man walking. It's only a matter of fucking time. By the way, I hope I fucked up your Monday, Vladdy. Hey, Rihanna and her man ASAP. Oh, they took the baby out for dinner over the weekend. You know, Rihanna's pregnant. ASAP took Rihanna and his baby. He took his family out to dinner, and I want to tell you something. I I don't even know that if I pronounce his rap name right, ASAP. It's with a dollar sign A, dollar sign AP. I don't know. Anyway, um, I love watching young men take care of their families. Reminds me of me, you know? How I was when I was that age, ASAP, you know, he got out, opened the doors, carried the baby in, escorted his wife in and out, holding her hand the whole way, pulling the chair out, then going and getting the car, pulling it up, bringing the baby out, bringing his wife out. I just, that's how it's supposed to be. 
man protecting and caring for his family and treating them to a night on the town. Fucking A. Good for you ASAP. I hope you find folks will forgive me. I'm just kind of in a shit mood today because of my dog. You know, he's getting operated on right now and I'm worried about him. I'm sure you understand. So we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to take a quick hit. I need a hit. I do. I need it today. So give me a break. It is high noon. So anyway, um, I'd like to be higher though. Okay. <laughs> okay. And we're going to take a quick break. I got to go hit some great fire meds cannabis. As a matter of fact, that's the sponsor of my show today. Fire meds cannabis. Henrietta Stillwell. Fire meds. Henrietta's farm to pipe bud dispensary and home of the $5 gram. Fire it up, hippies, with wholesale prices to the public. You're only going to find at Fire Meds. Check out their entire sales menu at Leafly. That's right, Leafly. Wholesale prices to the public on one ounce baller jars, sugar, diamonds, batter, live resin. 25% off all flour ounces every single day. Solventless rosin and carts, half the price of the competitor. And let me tell you, folks, Fire Meds, they don't be selling whore weed. Absolutely not. <laughs> Pimps, no middlemen. You know where your weed's been. Their farm, their bud, your pipe. Two locations, 908 West Main and Henrietta and 3rd Street in Stillwell. Know where your weed is coming from. I do. Firemeds Family Farm to Pipe Bud Dispensary, Henrietta, Oklahoma. Welcome back to the Stan the Joke Man Show. I am Stan the Joke Man and happy to announce I've got letters. You got mail. You got mail. You got mail. I got crabs. Dear Stan Letters, your chance to write into the show and express your opinion. You ever want to get a hold of me? Joke Man Productions, LLC on Facebook. It's the best way. Dear Stan, I'm respectfully writing this letter to let you know I listened to your program for the first time last week and found it extremely offensive. You might want to take it into your consideration and take some strict action at the earliest to not be so blatantly offensive. I look forward to hearing back from you at the earliest. Thank you. No signature. I appreciate the letter, you fucking moron. Um, what do you want me to do? Huh? Who writes a letter bitching about something and then fails to tell anybody what it was they're bitching about? Are you talking about the whole show in general? Any specifics there? Dipshit? I don't even know how to talk to somebody like you. Go fuck yourself. Thanks for the letter. Dear Stan, I'm back at work after being a stay-at-home mom for the last decade. My job is in public school. I earn less than $25,000 a year. My husband works for a nice company and earns more than $120,000 a year. I understand that we have debt and I'm willing to contribute, but he keeps my paycheck. All of it. To be honest... Even as hard as he works and as much as he takes care of and provides for my family, I am not happy. It's not that I plan to leave, but without my own money, I don't even have the option to plan for the future. How can I convince him to allow me to have my own money? That, that's your fucking problem. You know, that's a, that's a woman problem. That's a marriage problem right there. You know, the truth is, in his defense... Being that you've been a stay-at-home mom all these years, he's just so used to paying the bills, he'll take all the money you can get to help him pay him. But you also have to take a look at who the fuck was it that ran us into debt? Are you living in too much house? You driving too much car? Do you need that fucking expensive-ass car? I'm not a debt counselor or anything, but it's just a weird letter to me because... 
I don't know. My wife and I, she handles the electric bill, the water bill, this and that. I handle the mortgage and the blah, 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 whatever the fuck. I don't know. All I know is I pay a designated amount of bills in the home and she pays a designated amount. And if either one of us need help, we solicit. No, my wife needs money. I'm glad to stuff bills in her pocket or even just run by the bank and, you know, put some money in the account. And there you go, baby. Yeah. If I ask money for her, I have to fill out an application. I'm not shitting you. I have to fill out an application. I have to have references. Okay. (laughs) Dear Stan, I'm medically retired and have mobility issues, so I'm unable to be active or socialize. I don't have many friends. So I spend many hours alone at home. My wife is an elementary school teacher. Another teacher story here. My two youngest children are in high school. My wife is an excellent teacher, and I who cares? And I appreciate everything she does for our family. Okay, who cares? When she returns home in the evening, she has to grade papers, create lesson plans, then she spends all her time on social media. Trying to have a conversation with her is almost impossible because she's not listening or interacting with me at all. Just short yes or no answers, or constant uh huh replies. I've tried talking with her about the fact that I feel marginalized, but she gets angry. I went through the same thing with my wife because I work here out of the house now. You know what I mean? And look, so I can kind of relate, but not really. I mean, I stay so busy here. I forget I'm at home a lot. But um, you need an activity. That's what you need. Yeah, you need an activity. You need to call cats and have them haul you down to the senior center so you can go down there and play checkers, cards, socialize, hang out, have lunch. Do something during the fucking day. Get out. Yeah. Your wife comes home. It's not that she doesn't love you, but she's got to unplug. She's got to unplug. She's been having a fucking deal with kids and adults. It's even worse. Had to deal with adults all fucking day. She's got to unplug, so give her a break. You're her go-to. Have a nice dinner prepared for her. You say you're really big and you have a hard time getting around? Well, let me tell you about the late, great Dom Delaweeps. That's right. Cannonball runs Dom Delaweeps. Burt Reynolds' sidekick in the movie. And uh, let me tell you, he got so big at the end of his life, he couldn't get around either. But you know what he did do? He could move around in the kitchen on that little roller cart thing he moved around on. And guess what? He cooked like crazy. He came out with a cookbook. You need to find a fucking project and get busy. Hey, it's springtime. You don't have to move around a lot to get in there and start working on a small garden. No. Sit right down there in the middle of the dirt and get dirty for once. Fuck yeah. It's liberating. Go outside and try it. You'll see what I'm talking. Get busy. Find projects. Do something. Dear Sam, my first long-term girlfriend ghosted me. She died soon afterwards. And I'm left with a gaping lack of closure. I'm 19. We had dated for four years and we were best friends. We didn't live together, but planned to end the coming months. I intended to marry her. One day out of the blue, she cut me off. She had been acting depressed, but convinced me she was fine. When I confronted her about it, she ghosted me the next day. She blocked me, changed her number, refused to speak to me, and then died. Holy shit! 
You might have fucking killed her, man. Yeah. At first, I was going to say, hey, look, man, you're only 19. Your balls ain't dropped. But who else could we possibly blame for her death other than you? Yeah, she tried to get away from you and died anyway. I'm busted up that you lost her. I really, really am. I lost a couple of girlfriends, too, and it's painful. But have you ever stopped to think it might be you? Have you ever thought about that? She cut you off because you did something. You said something. Something happened. It was the last straw. You pushed her right over the fucking edge. Let me ask you this. Is the, uh, fa- have they had the funeral yet? Has the family invited you to the funeral? That's a red flag. Yeah. It, it's kind of weird to get invitations to funerals, but I would imagine you'd be invited. You just don't want to show up. Hey, I'm here for the funeral. You didn't even know him. Yeah, I know, but I heard there was food. No. Um, have you been invited to the funeral? Are you a pallbearer? They ask you to speak. There's so many unanswered questions here, but chances are, if they haven't had the funeral yet and you're not invited to the funeral, now nah, I'll let you draw your own conclusions. But <laughs> Thanks for the letter. Sorry, man. It's terrible. Dear Stan, I'm a 69-year-old divorced female. I dated a guy 40 years ago for about three years. I broke up with him, said he wouldn't call me. Three years later, he called me to tell me he was getting married and asked me what had caused our breakup. I told him to give his fiance some space. Well, now he's divorcing her and messaging me. He says he wants me back. He's never stopped loving me and is more in love with me now than ever before. I haven't responded. What should I do? Torn up in Michigan. Hey, Michigan, thanks for listening. Wayne, Michigan. A lot of listeners up there. Thank you. Um, Go on a date if you want. If you don't, tell him you're not interested. Tell him you're a lesbian now. You got a lesbian lover and she's giving it to you right every fucking night. T- tell her, say at 69 years old, you've never had it this good. Yeah, the age is so appropriate. That's right. You <laughs> you tell that guy, I've never. It, that's, that is if you don't want to go out with him. And it sounds to me like you're writing me. You don't really want to go out with him. Yeah. Tell him you're gay. That's it. Tell him you've never been happier. You finally have a man with a bigger dick than him. That'll make him feel good. <laughs> Thanks for the letter. And feel free to write in anytime if you want to reach me at Joke Man Productions LLC on Facebook. I'm going to go ahead and wind it down now. And the reason why is because I'm just sorry, folks. I just don't give a flying fuck today. This is like a bad day at work when you're worried about a kid or something. My dog's at the vet getting operated on as we speak. And naturally... Yeah, me and Mama are worried about him because we love that old dog. And uh, they come and go, but you try to keep them around as long as you can. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a product of Joke Man Productions, LLC, broadcasting from the Boys Room Studios right here in Henrietta, America. I, I didn't realize I was on Stitcher, I was on Google Podcasts, I was on all kinds of shit. Uh, the show's all over the place out there. Amazon, Apple, Pandora. Uh, Spotify, please give me a listen Monday, Wednesday, Friday, high noon. I'll be back on Wednesday, and until then, burn your shit solid like these.